This is Bill McMurdo and this is a Remnant Army Rising podcast. Uh, felt quite urgently to share with you this dream that I had and the scripture that God gave me. I had a dream. It was uh, about uh, an army, but not an army as in uh, organised, governmental sort of army, a normal military army but an army of folks that had enough, a remnant army. Uh, And we'd all come together in this big square, ready to do battle, to to fight uh, our enemies. And it was a physical fight in the dream, in that we were all sort of tooled up uh, and um, preparing to go to battle. It was, in the dream, it was early morning, it was still dark, but we were all uh, tooled up, uh, getting ready to to fight, uh, and, and there's an eclectic group of people. Uh, and I, all I'm going to say is, there were some people there that we might not have necessarily wanted to pal about with, because uh, there were so many different types of people, and there were groups within the army, groups of people that had come together, um, and I could get into detail about it, but I won't, um, because I, I just want to get across that it was people from all walks of life, uh, ordinary people, but people who had already proven themselves. This is this is what I, I sensed in the dream, if you like, I perceived in the dream that uh, the folks that were in the dream, they'd already come through some, some battles and had come together as a cohesive unit. Um, and it was not to say that everybody was marching in lockstep like an army, but we all knew what we were there for and we were, were a, a fearsome bunch. And I even mentioned that in the, the dream that uh, we struck fear into the hearts of our enemies and we're about to go to a very decisive battle. So I, I believe it to be symbolic, the dream, of what we're doing, the remnant, coming together, um, finding each other, uh, you know, that, that there's so many of us, we have the same purpose, the same, God has shown us the same things. And it's interesting in the dream, I wouldn't necessarily say, I, I, I wasn't picking it up, uh, that necessarily everybody there was a Christian, or everybody there was, you know, spirit-filled, you know, charismatic Pentecostal believer. Um, I'm not sure, but it's not important. I do believe that God is bringing people together. I do believe that He's bringing people together. And you know, remember my my visions of all those years ago, uh, you know, over forty years ago now, when I saw the remnant, and it was it was quite similar, but. I wasn't conscious even then, and I still not conscious that everybody there was a follower of Jesus Christ. But I do believe that the remnant will see many from what we would call the truth movement turn into Christ. That's why uh, there was a great idea from uh, Marion uh, and Jim that we we go uh, we go tooled up to some of these uh, freedom rallies with. Uh, evangelistic literature and maybe um, have something emblazoned on our uh, t-shirts that points people to Jesus because there's no freedom outside of the Lord Jesus as we know that was just a this is a short thing because I could preach for this for hours I want to also turn to Isaiah chapter 51 and and I just want to see here it says in, in verse 9 awake awake put on strength O arm of the Lord 
Awake us in the ancient days and the generations of old. Art thou not it that hath cut Rahab and wounded the dragon? And I just felt the Lord saying, this is the time to be militant. This is the time to be aggressive in our faith. Uh, and our aggression is not against people, but it is against principalities and powers. And, you know, I've come to a, an expanded idea or understanding of principalities and powers that they're not just talking about spiritual outlaws, spiritual beings, as in um, high spirits and wicked places and demons and all that. But principalities and powers includes that, I believe, but it really is means the kingdom of darkness and principalities and powers are also institutions, also organisations, also governmental powers that have sold out um, and have occultic figures, as Cam keeps telling us, at the top. And she, she's right about that, of course. But that's what we're battling against. So we're battling against institutionalised evil. We're battle, battling against organised evil. And we're battling against the demonic superpowers that empower these people to bring darkness and bondage and oppression on the earth. This is what the Lord said to me, and this, if Dave will verify this, I have preached on these verses many, many, many times, uh, long before lockdown. Now, it says, I, even I, verse 12, am he that comforteth you. Who art thou that thou shouldst be afraid of a man that shall die, and of the son of man which shall be made as grass? Fear of man. Let me just boil this down. What we're facing right now, is fear of man. We're fearing governments. We're fearing people turning up at our door. And telling us, you've got to get the vaccine, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. We're fearing what people will say to us in supermarkets when we don't wear our masks. Now I'm not saying we, as in we're doing it, the people that I'm speaking to here, I'm saying that that's, that's what the enemy wants for the body of Christ. And for ordinary people, but the target is the body of Christ. And it says, And forgettest the Lord thy maker that has stretched forth the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth. And watch this. And this is the verse the Lord woke me up with. And hast fear continually every day because of the fury of the oppressor, as if he were ready to destroy. And where is the fury of the oppressor? The Lord is telling us, folks, what, what are you really fearing? Why are you fearing? what man can do to you? Why are you fearing the system? Because God has already brought down the system many times. He brought down Egypt. He brought down Babylon. He brought down uh, every enemy that's come against his people. He, in our nation, he brought down Hitler uh, and, and freed the nation from that oppression. All the different bondages, oppressors, the different systems that have risen up in the earth mighty Babylon in the past God destroyed and he's saying what have you got to fear why why fear these people because they're nothing and Karen has mentioned that as well who we are in Christ you see if we really knew who, who we were the people in my dream knew who they were and they knew what they were about and that's the key thing to this We the, the enemy that we must destroy first and foremost is fear that's what the Lord said to me he said 
why why fear the oppressor? As if as if he can do anything, as if he were ready to destroy. Now you may say to me, well, look at what's happening. Of course, he can do plenty. But here's the thing. He can do plenty to people who are in fear. If you don't step over into fear, if you shun fear, if you resist fear, the Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. I have been in the presence of the devil. I have met him. And I could tell you right now, his greatest weapon is fear. And and as long as you succumb to that fear, as long as you allow that fear to touch you, you will be powerless. But the minute, or the second, or the, whatever it is in eternity, because uh, this experience I had was, and I might I'll share it sometime, but it was in, in the spirit realm. And the point I'm trying to get across here is this, is that the second you don't fear, he's powerless. Trust me. Trust God's word, because what I'm saying is backed up with Bible. So, the Lord was saying to me, why, why fear? Because, let me tell you, there wasn't fear in that uh, assembly square where all, all these uh, warriors were meeting. It was, and, and really, as I said to you, it was, it was more about the fear that we were striking in the heart of the enemy. And that, that was the emphasis of the dream. He says, the captive exile hasteneth that he may be loosed. And that's King James language. What he's really saying is the captive exile is desperate to be set free. What's a captive exile? Because it's almost an oxymoron because you're either exiled or you're captive. You understand? If you're captive, you're held where you are. If you're in exile, you're sent away. So how can you be both? Because we are uh, held captive and exiled in our own country right now. If you're uh, a Muslim, if you're uh, a lefty, if you're a socialist, and anything but a Christian, then you're okay in the present system. And that's under a conservative government, friends. Let's not be political here. It's nothing to do with politics. But the left has taken over every, every party, every faction of government. So if you are a, a born-again Christian, spirit-filled believer, a Bible-stomping, sorry, Bible-believing, devil-stomping Christian, you're an exile in this country. You're, you're not welcome. But you're also held captive by their system. So you see, God's word... Listen, I've preached this. i preached this for years. David will tell you this. And the thing is, people would look at me like, you know, sitting with their uh, respectable middle-class uh, two-car family, you know, whatever... Plenty of money, you know, not a care in the world, just maybe thinking about the kids, the grandchildren. They'd look, how am I captive exit? You could see the look in their faces because you would, you, they would understand the more spiritual ones. There was a, a reference to the fact that, you know, being a Christian in society up till 18 months ago was, was odd, but nothing more than that. There'd be a little bit of mild persecution or so on, but look at it now. You see, I preached this for years, and every time I preach it now, it's more relevant than ever because God knew. This is a prophetic word, brothers and sisters. Isaiah 51, steep yourself in it. Look unto Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you. So important because Abraham is the father of faith to them who believe. Now watch this. 
But I am the Lord thy God, that divided the sea, whose waves roared, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven's armies is his name. And this verse here, and we've, we've looked at this many, many times. And I've put my words in thy mouth, and I have covered thee in the shadow of mine hand. That is a metaphor for the power of God or the Holy Ghost, the hand of God. And, and there's so much I could go into about the hand of God, and, and I do intend to. That I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth. That's God saying, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the kingdom down, and I'm going to lay new foundations for society. And say unto Zion, thou art my people. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the, this word Zion has been really emphasised in our group uh, and in our thinking because God wants to bring Zion forth in Scotland and the nations. So that was it. I don't want to spend too long. I don't want to you know, turn this into a big sermon. Just wanted to share it. so important that we understand God is building an army. We don't call this Remnant Army Rising because it's just a good name. I believe God is building an army. That's what I saw all those years ago. And, and our weapons, well, our weapons are our Bible, the Holy Spirit in us, uh, the Word of God on our lips. Uh, these are our weapons. And they are aggressive, offensive weapons when used against the right people, not to beat uh, people up, sorry, used against the right enemy. And our enemy is not flesh and blood, but it is principalities, powers, wicked spirits in heavenly realms, uh, in the second heaven and, and the, the airbag around earth. Folks, it's time that we tooled up, we understood our purpose at this time. That's really the point, I think, of the dream and what the Lord gave me. Our purpose is not to cower in fear waiting for uh, the antichrist system to send jackboots down our street and drag us away to wherever, concentration camps, whatever. That's not our purpose. Our purpose is to be in our bedroom, in our living room, in the meetings that we have, uh, in the coffee shop where we meet friends. Our purpose is to be the remnant army of God. And let me tell you, there's more power in your little fingers, spiritually speaking, than in all the armies of hell. That's, that's, I think, what we have to understand. Because the name of Jesus, the power of God's word in our lips, these are weapons that are awesome. And I think the Lord is just saying to us, please, please, please. I believe what he's saying to us, uh, and I, well, the please is from me. <laughs> Let's understand what he's saying to us. That we have access to immeasurable and, for our human minds, unimaginable sources of authority, power. I like what Chad Gonzalez said. If Jesus has all authority and he gave it to you, then that means the devil has none. Let's meditate on stuff like that. Let's meditate on that type of thinking. When you'll only really get that... Uh, in God's word and uh, in good preaching like mine <laughs> uh, just want to encourage you folks uh, and just be the people of God be the remnant be the army be who you're meant to be be who as Cam keeps saying so true God has been preparing every single one of us for this time everything that's ever happened to you the, all the things that you, you, you don't understand 
and I know I'm rabbiting on, I'm going to bring it to a close, but all those things that have happened in your life, they've happened for a purpose and a reason, and that reason, that purpose, is who you're meant to be right now, who God has called you to be, who he's prepared you and fashioned you, and you yourself are a weapon of destruction to the kingdom of darkness and the plans, purposes, schemes and devices of the enemy. God has called you and created you and designed you and fashioned you all through your life to be a weapon, a mighty instrument of destruction to uh, the enemy at this time. So be encouraged, folks, and be blessed and go forth in the strength and the power of Almighty God. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Strap up your weaponry that God has given us. There's so much. Every verse, every verse in the book is a missile, a ballistic missile to be launched against the kingdom of darkness. Until next time on the podcast, the Lord bless. There's a river of life flowing down through